happening in and around Oxford. Today's date is Wednesday the 9th of December and joining me are Mike. Hello. And Michael. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What have you guys got? I've got a brand new book about beer, um, the Oxford Ice Rink Christmas show and a new film. Mm. I've got some Christmas decoration making workshops, chair upholstery workshops, yes, and a fantastic Christmas concert. But before we get on to this week's events, we've got Patrick talking to us about the beta site. Yes, so for those of you who've used Daily Info for any length of time, you may know that we've had a website for some number of years. Um, and over that time, it's developed uh, in various ways. Um, and we've recently been doing quite a lot of work to overhaul it and trying to modernise it and bring it into the modern era um, visually as well as kind of functionally. So we have made the new step, which we are enjoying, of releasing a beta version of this site, which you can access at beta.dailyinfo.co.uk. It's been really interesting, all the feedback that people have given us already. Please continue to give us feedback and try it out. We hope to release early next year, but the more feedback we get before then, the more it'll be like you want it. So do please keep giving us feedback. Fantastic. We're very lucky this year. Creation Theatre have put on not just one, but two fantastic shows for your viewing delight. I chatted to Charlie Morley from the company about the Treasure Island crew. Do you have any favourite characters? I mean, they're all fantastic, actually. Silver is brilliant. A guy playing called Tim, playing Silver. And he's exactly what you want from your kind of sort of slightly, can you trust him, can you not? And he's, you know, he's kind of this idol figure for Jim. So she really wants to look up to him. So yeah, Tim, Tim does the kind of one-legged man very well. I really love, Jim is being played by a girl called Rosie and she's fantastic. It's such an interesting dynamic to have your Jim be a girl because she's got that bit more to prove. She's sort of trying to be a pirate and trying to kind of take part in the adventure. And usually she ends up outsmarting everyone and, <laughs> and kind of being the one who saves the day. But yeah, we've also got an amazing um, actress called Claire Humphrey, who was in our As You Like It, if anyone saw that in the summer, and was in The Wind in the Willows last year. And she's just the best character actress. She's amazing. She comes on as four different pirates in the process of the story, and every single one is different and completely mad. She has this sort of big Helena Bonham Carter hair piled up, and she's <laughs> wearing a corset, and she just makes you believe in all these different weird and wonderful pirates. So yeah, they're a great team. We're kind of really lucky to have found them all, assembled them. Mm, that's great. Outside of the show, do you have any favourite pirates from history? We had quite a fun week in the office, actually. We kind of have this thing of scheduling Twitter top fives. So we had a good time kind of looking up all pirates of days gone by. There were some quite good examples of back to Jim but of female pirates who had either just been famous female pirates or had kind of stowed away and then kind of made themselves useful so that, yeah there's lots of interesting stories to draw on I think you come out knowing more about pirates than you did when you went in so cool. there are like lots of jokes about different kinds of knots at one point there's a cannon fired and the and the pirate goes through step by step you know unhitch the thingy and ram home the powder and so if you paid attention you would come out with pirate-based knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how useful that is, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so you can catch Treasure Island at the Northwall Arts Centre from now until the 9th of January, and tickets start at £13.50 and go up to £32. 
and you can see Alice at Christmas at the Mill Arts Centre in Banbury from now until the 2nd of January. Tickets start at £14. Listen to the Oxycast Extra for more about Creations Alice at Christmas, what Charlie thinks makes a great Christmas show, and how they're celebrating their 20th birthday. Blackwells is having a lot of food and drink tasting at the moment, so there's been lots of things like the 101 gins to try before you die. And I had some wine at the <laughs> Game of Thrones evening. Also some wine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the last one in the series is a new book called Cameras 101 Beer Days Out. And this is a book written by Tim Hampson. He is the chairman of the British Guild of Beer Writers. Uh, but yes, he's also kind of a big dog in the beer world. But yeah, the book, it actually sounds really, really exciting. I think I'm going to get it for my dad for Christmas. It's full of sort of brewery and beer-themed things, like uh, rail ale trails and brewery tours and beer festivals, hop farms. And they're all arranged geographically, so, you know, say, oh, I'm going up to Cumbria this weekend to go and clear out some flooding, but also go on a brewery tour, and you can find that out. I think it's quite a new idea, because, you know, books of pub walks are kind of a normal thing, but no one wants to work that hard for their beer. <laughs> really being told where a pub is at the end of it. It also kind of reflects more and more microbreweries and craft beers and things are opening up and, you know, you can go and see how things are made and see where your beer comes from and kind of fun. It's really exciting stuff. The book's going to be really good, but also this event is going to be good because Tim Hampson's coming, he's going to talk through his book and about the local breweries, which are obviously fantastic. And there's going to be some beers for tasting as well. So it'll be good fun. That is Friday at 7pm at Blackwell's and costs £5. Something family-friendly now. Oxford is lovely, Botanic Garden. Surely one of the most Narnia-like places in winter. It always looks great. Uh, having a drop-in session this Saturday morning from half ten to half twelve, where you can make Christmas decorations out of natural materials. Um, let's be honest, it's kids-orientated, so where kids can make decorations out of natural materials and you can help or tidy up glitter explosions or whatever <laughs> happens. Um, natural glitter, though. Of course, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> pine needle explosions, something like that. So you can see an example on the website, little girl with the cheekiest face ever holding a beautiful wreath made from like dried orange peeled pine fronds and cones and ribbons and all this kind of stuff, which look great. And you can decorate the Botanic Gardens Christmas tree with them or take them home for a natural festive fragrance, which sounds very nice. It's free with entry to the garden, so an adult ticket is four ninety five for a, a day pass and children go in free so you can stay for the morning session and then go out and enjoy the gardens afterwards. If you can't be there this Saturday, the gardens are open every day from 9 till 4 in winter. And also every Saturday and Sunday until January the 3rd, they've created a festive trail which you can follow and find Christmas plants from around the world. Yeah, that begins during opening hours. So if you want to be part of their recycled Christmas, then head over to the Botanic Garden Saturday morning from half ten. If you have an interest in the history of beauty, maybe this is the exhibition for you. In the Pursuit of Beauty, the modern guide to the hair, face and body from 1784 to 1933 is on at the Bodleian Library. The exhibition is showing from now until the 10th of January and it's totally free. So they are displaying a range of beauty guides, adverts and artefacts from the John Johnson collection of printed ephemera. So I've gathered together a couple of beauty tips to share with you, dear listeners. Oh, great. And with you guys. Well, most of these are Edwardian. And this one is taken from the Household Companion, the Home Book of Etiquette, printed in 1909. And it suggests napping for an hour every day to avoid ruining your complexion. I think that's very sound advice. I think so, too. We should trial that in the office. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They also advise walking in the rain because it's great for your skin. 
Water is good. Water is good. And some beauty experts actually agree with that one now. <laughs> water is good. That <laughs> <laughs> you should walk in the rain. This one may be less so. To keep trim, swallow a tape one. Oh my goodness. This advice is from the 1800s. To combat wrinkles, apply onion juice, honey and melted wax to your face and leave overnight. Mm, I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sound advice. <laughs> so... If this advice has inspired you to find out more, why not check out In the Pursuit of Beauty at the Bodleian until the 10th of January? These do mental things, like, you know, put uranium on your face to give you a healthy glow and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Uh, oh, maybe. There's a lot of urine applying <laughs> a lot of to urine. hair. Mm. Um, oh, that's meant to make it blonder and Makes stuff, it, it blonder, and yeah. it's also supposed to... Camel's urine is supposed to make your hair glossy. These things... Do they take fragrance into account? Because I we've just been putting we well, onto ourselves. Thing is, at the time, everyone kind of stank anyway. That's a that's a broad claim there, Mike. It depends <laughs> on the time I, period. I've been, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like medieval period, they loved bathing, and then it was like the early modern period hated it. Thought you were going to get all sorts by opening up your pores. If you want to see our office Christmas tree, then we posted a photo of it to Instagram, and you can follow us there on Twitter and Facebook at Daily Info Oxford. Why not check out our food and drink guide and find a great pub to sample some of the camera-approved beers. Check out our wonderful online advent calendar at dailyinfo.co.uk slash advent-calendar. We've been having some lovely mild weather recently, which is yeah, nothing to complain about. But if you are too warm, then you should probably head on down to the ice rink um, because they've got ice permanently. So they have a fantastic Christmas show that I'm told they have every year. And it's kind of their annual ice dance entertainment thing that features loads of local skaters from all their clubs. There are over 150 in it, actually. Just people like the Oxford Figure and Free Ice Skating Club and the Oxford Ice Dancing Club and every combination of ice and skating that you can think of. And so they have a different theme every year. And this year's theme is That's Entertainment. So they're dancing to film soundtracks and songs from musicals. And it's kind of all under wraps and nothing has been revealed, but I'm hoping there's going to be a big Star Wars lightsaber sequence or <laughs> someone will dress up as a dinosaur from Jurassic Park, that kind of thing. It's going to be great. But they've also got loads of fantastic soloists that they've got in especially, also from the club here. But um, they include, if you know your ice skaters, then there's Harry Mattock, who is a very successful British um, competitor and has got silver and bronze at senior men's championships in the past. Tammy Sear Watkins, who's competed for Britain loads of times around the world. Deborah Bell, who's, again, very competitive internationally. Charlotte Davis, who's a very successful commercial ice dancer and does loads of these shows. And Emily Kate Barnett, who is a rising star in the Oxford skating scene, but uh, recently claimed gold at the British Championships. Mm. Yeah, these are all good skaters and stuff, so it should be a really good show. And also, this year, they've got a local aerial acrobatic act that wow. uh, is going to happen. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Get on down to the Oxford <laughs> Ice Rink. And that's this Saturday and Sunday, 3 and 6pm, and it's £10 an adult, £8 concession, but there are also family tickets available. If you are interested in ice hockey, make sure to support Oxford City Stars. They're great. They're definitely worth supporting, and it's always a good laugh, so make sure to check out when they're playing. So now that we're into the second week of December, I don't feel I have to hold back my festive cheer anymore. As we mentioned earlier, there's an event on this weekend I might have a vested interest in, which has been going for a few years, but I'm interested in no guys. Are there any like Christmas traditions that happen for you every year that might not be standard? Me and my sister and my mum always watch Muppets Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve. My partner's family drive around looking at all the Christmas lights on Christmas Eve. 
was oh, nice. Yeah. It's really nice. We used to find the houses with the most ridiculous yeah. amount of decorations. You always secretly wish that you were that house, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I'm just, yeah, I think it probably takes a lot of power. I mean, yes, but, you know, the... The glory. The 20-foot <laughs> inflatable Santa is the, the rotating, was it the rotating reindeer on Morrell Avenue or something? Oh, what? There's, there is a house thing, I think. Mike, do you have that any? Nice. No, I mean, because I'm a brass player, I do a lot of busking at Christmas. So you might see me on the streets of Oxford. It's become a little bit more impractical recently, but traditionally my brother and I will decorate the Christmas tree mm. together at some weird time, like 1am, um, something <laughs> like that. So <laughs> it'll, it'll be a haphazard <laughs> occasion and we'll watch what, the worst thing possible on television, whatever that is at, the, at any given moment. We enjoy crap TV. <laughs> One of my abiding Christmas memories from... Uh, my parents live kind of near this um, park with a big stately home in it and every Christmas they decorate it and have it's good fun actually I must have been seven or eight something like that there was a handbell band there and they were taking requests so I went up and said oh can I have when Santa fell down the chimney <laughs> and like, it, I checked it recently actually it is real <laughs> but, that is a song but they'd never <laughs> heard of it and I was distraught I myself don't know it can, I, can't, I can't remember can it, you perform it like, as David it's Boyne kind of like fell down the chimney something like that for a new Christmas tradition. You could do a lot worse than this. For a few people, the Emmanuel Church Christmas concert has become as much a part of the whole shebang as watching the Queen in the afternoon, Carols from Kings, or binging on Quality Street. So I have to say, or restate at this point, that I'm not presenting an unbiased view at all, as I've been part of this event for a few years now. So there are definitely lots of elements to satisfy your tradition cravings, if the nostalgic pull of Nine Lessons and carols means something to you. So we've got a bit of communal carol singing, and you can like guess who's going to be the one who breaks out the descant in the last verse. Hmm. But we have plenty more to boast, like our gospel choir, who will be presenting a whole range of stuff, from Nina Simone to originally written songs, other musical ensembles, and readings will be taken from Dr. Seuss. And I haven't even mentioned the mulled wine and mince pies yet. They are abundant, okay? <laughs> abundant. So this is all happening at Modlin College School on this Sunday night from 7 till 9. Yeah, we usually get about 300 people along, so good to get there reasonably early, as it might be packed. All right, for a slightly more classic and equally awesome carol service, the audience have theirs at exactly the same time, uh. just down the road, um, as I discovered, in a rather stunning building. Definitely. However, let me remind you of my bias. Uh, <laughs> and all this actually is repeated on Sunday the 20th. And Emmanuel's is for one night only. Um, so come to Modeling College School this Sunday 13th and head to all this the following week um, if you've got two spaces in your diary and heart. So it's a varied programme. Fun. It's the it's pretty much the sonic equivalent of a pumpkin spice latte. That, that much joy. And did I mention that it's free? No, you didn't. I didn't. I'm going to mention that at least once. It's free. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, how much did it cost? Um, zero pounds. Oh, zero, wow. zero pence. That's free. <laughs> Approximately free. Um, <laughs> come join and enjoy the unlimited mulled wine also. So, if you, like Katie, are desperate to go out every night this month... Oh, I'm not desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way things are. Then, after Sunday's fantastic carol concert, on Monday there is a showing of a new film called Hector at the UPP. 
Um, it's a film about this homeless Scottish guy who um, you know travels down to London to the same homeless shelter every Christmas. And it's played by Peter Mullen, who's a fantastic actor who's been in many, many things like Braveheart and Train Spotting and, and Tyrannosaurus. This is very good. And also Keith Allen and some other people. Yes, so on this uh, trip down to London, he's looking for his estranged brothers and sister on the way and is helped up by the refuge staff and volunteers. And it's kind of just a heartwarming sort of Christmassy story that's um, filled with belief of people and helping each other and things. But reviews are saying that it could be really saccharine and sentimental, and it sort of is, but Mullen's performance is so deep and varied and emotional that it's actually a really good film. And it was at the Edinburgh Festival and it's been at various places. But it's not like a massive film, which means that this screening at UPP has got a Q&A after it with a director. Oh, um, it's this guy, Jake Gavin. It's his first feature. And actually had a really big budget, so he must have done something right. It's really interesting to talk to new directors about the things that they're doing and why they made choices, because they haven't been you know, jaded by years of it. So yes, go down on Monday at 6.30pm. Tickets are either eight or nine pounds, and um, it looks really fun. Cool. So I mentioned a chair upholstery workshop at the top of the podcast, and... It's happening from next Tuesday, but is part of something quite exciting. So you might know Annie Sloan, um, whose interior design and furnishings shop is very close by on Kylie Road. Well, it's her, her brand's 25th anniversary, and to celebrate, her team will be transforming 25 community spaces, refurbishing them, and doing workshops and that kind of thing. One of these spaces is East Oxford Community Centre, Another local gem is not only going to be refurbished, but the process is going to be filmed as a bit of documentary for the celebration. But Annie and her team, wonderful as they are, can't do this all on their own, so they need some residents to volunteer to help. So Annie and her team are going to provide all the materials and wisdom at the training sessions at the community centre which, as I say, start next Tuesday. So chair upholstery workshops are on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, the 15th to 17th, and then cushion and curtain workshops on the 21st and 22nd. Spaces are quite limited. Each session just has eight spaces. So if you want to be involved to volunteer, uh, contact them at rsvp at com. And this is all working towards the transformation itself, which will happen in mid-January um, on the 13th and 14th from 9am so don't forget about our beta site which uh, you should be you know going and testing would be great or beta.dailyinfo.co.uk have a look at our Christmas and New Year's Eve page for all your Christmas tree needs be that buying or recycling various other things and to be kept up to date on all kinds of exciting events subscribe on iTunes or any other podcast providers and you can get download it to your device weekly mm. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily, daily.